Allow me to introduce myself. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. read about the breakfast club really? every morning That's good. you guys are trending every uh, you know i drag my ass out of bed i'm like uh what happened on the breakfast club today get, get your ass up. good morning usa yo 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 good morning angela yee good morning dj mb charlamagne the god peace to the planet it's monday Yes, it's Monday, back to the work week. Good morning, guys. How was your weekend? You sound tired. Should I sound tired? Yeah, I know. You must be in a different time zone. Yeah, I was in L.A. I was out here for the BET Awards. So, you know, it's three hours different. So it's three o'clock in the morning out here in L.A. I was hosting the uh, the red carpet, and I ran into so many different people. It was it actually had a great time, man. Shout out to everybody at BET. Uh, I was on from 4 to 5. Of course, the show started at 5 p.m., uh, uh, LA time. It was just great, man. I ran into everybody. I seen everybody you could possibly imagine from the Migos to the baby to little Kim to Lotto. It's just, we just, it was just good vibes. It was good to see people out and about again. It wasn't packed. It wasn't rammed. It wasn't like usually, you know, red carpet usually has so many people, but it wasn't like that. It was, it was definitely trimmed down and cut down, but it was just a great to see people back out and about and saying what's up and giving each other half hugs and all that. It was great to see people. So shout to the whole uh, BET family for having me. I had an uh, amazing, amazing time. We're going to let you take over the rumor report for a break to talk about it. Oh boy. Okay. What? What's wrong with that? You, Nothing. You got a lot of firsthand information. Mm-hmm. You don't think that's a good idea? Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. How was y'all weekend? What y'all do? I was in Puerto Rico. I was actually supporting my friend Ida Rodriguez. She's filming her HBO Max special as well as some behind the scenes stuff. It was funny because we went out there to see her perform. She did an amazing job. It was really nice to be out there. But we didn't know the opening acts were all going to be in Spanish. <laughs> so for about an hour, I was not knowing too much about what was going on. I was catching some words here and there. <laughs> did but, you go to Puerto Rico for two days? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Puerto Rico right there. Right? It's like, what, two hours? It's three. It's three a little more than four. three hours. It's like three and a half hours. Yeah, I um, my daughter turned uh, thirteen this weekend, man. I'm I'm, Whoa. I'm wow. old, Teenager. bro. I'm telling you, I'll be forty three tomorrow. Got a got a thirteen year old in the house, so my weekend was just you know, spent doing birthday parties and brunches. Like my daughter had a whole luau at the crib, and mm-hmm. I just got put on to the whole uh, uh, controversy between Olivia Rodrigo and Sabrina Carpenter and. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> Joshua Bassett <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like what the hell are y'all talking about <laughs> but you know you learn something new every day mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you know Olivia Rodrigo is a big deal out here in these uh these tween streets who side are you on I have no idea <laughs> team you on I don't know I don't You're know team what the Olivia? Hell, man, I don't know <laughs> and it's funny to hear us parents sitting around discussing the drama of these artists that our kids are listening to you know what I mean? And and, and, the, and the anxiety and depression and, and insecurities that these these artists have in expressing their music. It was just it was just 
It was just interesting. I but. saw Courtney Love was beefing with Olivia Rodrigo. Courtney Love? Yes. Right. Oh, Courtney Love, old ass boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hell's going on? You Courtney Love? Where that came from? That wasn't disgusting. You better go talk to your daughter about that. Bring the generations together. That wasn't discussed this weekend. Okay? But yeah, I'm old as hell. I'll be 43 tomorrow. 13 year old at the crib. It is what it is. Okay. What do we Goodness do? gracious. Sad, a little positive. You said. No. <sighs> I'm happy to be here. I'm not. Listen, okay, I'm, 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 I'm more than happy to be here. But you know, it's, you just a, it's just a lot to digest. That's all. It's cancer season. We out here. All Drop right. on the clues bombs for his cancers, damn it. Not going to cry okay. today, are you? I might. And if I do, <laughs> and. I'll hug you. You're not here to hug me, sir. Drama also take Can you over put on me. I'm Not Going to Cry by Mary <laughs> but J. Blige? But, I, but, I, but I, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be here tomorrow, okay? I'm coming to. I don't know when the last time I've been to work on my actual born day, but I'll be here tomorrow. So you can hug me tomorrow. All right. You gonna be back tomorrow? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. All right. Well, let's get the nah, show nah, cracking. He said, yes, sir. He said that with enthusiasm. Mm, I guess right. Yes, sir. It's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Woo wee! It's a bad bitch birthday. There you go. <laughs> well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about this Florida condo that collapsed. Um, the building, and we'll give you an update on how many people they have confirmed are dead and how many people are missing. Really sad. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, hey, hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yes, indeed. Let's get in some front page news. Now, over the weekend, NBA Sunday, the Bucks beat the Hawks 113-102. Now, they said Trey Young got injured. They said he didn't leave the game. He tried to uh, hold it out, but he, he wasn't back. the same. Yeah, he, he had uh, 35 points, but... The Bucks did win. They lead the series two to one. Now I said Bucks in six, but if Trey uh, Trey Young is uh, hurt in any way, shape, or form, Bucks in five. All right. Well, what else we got, Yee? Well, let's talk about that condo building that collapsed in Florida, in the coastal town of Surfside, Florida. Families are waiting for news right now about their loved ones. So far, nine people are dead. Hmm. One hundred and fifty-two people are unaccounted for, and one hundred and thirty-four people are accounted for in that collapse of the Champlain Tower South as of Sunday night. The missing people are from at least nine different countries, including six Latin American countries, uh, different faith communities. There's rescuers from Israel that have come in. Rescuers from Mexico are expected to arrive today. They were able to carve out trenches and contain a deep-rooted fire. Uh, They've been trying to pull victims out as crews are using all kinds of equipment to locate the people who are missing. They're also using DNA to identify some of the victims. They said it hasn't been easy, but they have to rely on that. They've been getting DNA samples from family members, so everybody's participated and provided that so they can do rapid DNA testing on-site for bodies. Now, while rescuers are continuing their efforts, they said there's new details about the integrity of that structure. There was an engineering report uh, from, from more than two years ago with significant cracks and breaks in the building. They said, we are deeply troubled by this building collapse and are working closely with the investigating authorities to understand why this structure failed. They also said the developers of the Miami condo tower were once accused of paying off local officials to get permits for the site. It needed $15 million in repairs to bring it to code, according to a new report. And uh, so they're investigating that as well. It was also undergoing $15 million in renovations to pass a required 40-year certification when it collapsed. You know, it was built in 1981. And so that's what's happening. I know a lot of us are going through things in our lives, but a lot of us need to thank God we're not going through that. I wouldn't want Absolutely. I wouldn't want to be an individual who was in that condo when it collapsed, and I wouldn't want to be a family member or friend wondering if my peoples are 
alive or dead or what's happening. Like, that's a different level of trauma. So I'm sending healing energy to everybody involved in that situation because that's horrible. The first yeah. victim was identified um, Friday as Stacey Fang, 54. Remember the little boy who was pulled out from the rubble alive and they couldn't find his, he was trying to find his mom and she was mm -hmm. still missing? That was his mom? Yeah. That oh, was that first victim. Mm -hmm. Jeez. If somebody failed that building, somebody failed those people in that building, they have agencies and, and people that are supposed to go around from building to building every year to check the yeah, everything on the building. And the fact that it was in that bad condition and they didn't get everybody out is 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 troubling to me. And is there enough money to go around when it comes to yeah. uh, compensation no. for nope. these families and everybody else, right? Because this has got to be a multi-billion dollar type of situation, right? I'm sure he has insurance, but I, I can't see it covering all that. Not at all. And I wonder what insurance cover it, knowing that um, you know, he was getting warnings about the building and he knew the building wasn't up to par, but he didn't do anything about it. So I wonder what insurance even covered it. That's true. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. Call us right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, hey who's guys, this? Sandra. It's Sandra, the Haitian therapist. Hey, hey Sandra, Sandra. Sakpase. Ain't heard from you in a minute. What's happening? Um, I just bought my first home on Friday. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations. Congrats. Thank you, guys. So now I'm ready for an investment property in Brooklyn, which is the best place ever. My Ooh. hometown. Okay. Listen, I got some investment properties in Brooklyn too. It's a, you know, it's Expensive. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. But yes, living in Maryland is, is nice, but I love Brooklyn. Brooklyn will always have my heart. Well, I congratulations. Feel, I what, feel what, the same. What we got uh what we got planned next month for um minority mental health month? Black mental health month. Well, I have my practice, so if anybody wants to sign up, we have, you know, black therapy for black men I think is not as big as it needs to be. Oh, I agree. Wholeheartedly. Yes, therapyforblackmen.org, and that's a great resource for people. Therapyforblackmen.org. Okay, we're going to send people yes. there. Yes, absolutely. All well, right, Queen. Peace. All right, congrats again. All righty, Mama. Congrats on the house. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's the vibes, Envious? Mello, what's the vibes? Mello, what's the vibes? Yo, man, so listen, I want to shoot my shot at a very special young lady right now, you feel me? And y'all been asking me this for a while, so I feel like it's a long time coming. I'm about to sing the hook, that's how I'm What? Okay, go ahead. She, I'm sure she would love to hear it. For a fact, you feel me? And I don't know if she got a man, but I feel like it's the perfect song for it, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't want to come between you and your man. Oh, my God. Even though I know I treat you better than he can. What's up? Like, not me. Shout out to Mel. You heard that. You said her name is Mel? Yep. Where is she from? New York. You know the vibes? Mel, can I ask you a question? Now, school me. School, uh, school your Uncle Charlotte, because when you first called, you asked Envy, what's the vibes? And just right? now you said you, know, you the know the vibes. Right. Which one is it, sir? Well, happy early birthday to you, Mr. Honorable Dr. Charlemagne the God. Thank you. Thank you. Know? Thank you, King. And honestly... Shooting your oh, shot yeah, at your girlfriend? Your, how can you shoot your shot at your girlfriend? Mello, you, isn't that your girlfriend? That's you what's the vibes? Oh what's the vibes between you and your girlfriend, Mello? <laughs> he don't know. Simple as that. So you want? Shoot his shot. You feel me? The goal wasn't to get her. The goal was to keep her. True. True. Are you on? A, are you on? Uh, in a bad place right now? Did you do something wrong? 
Actually, we're in the best place we've been in a while. Okay, that's got good. You. So but you, there you go. So you're not necessarily that's shooting your shot. You are professing uh, your love, professing yeah, your love. Appreciating her. There I you guess go. so, right? Yeah. I guess we can call it that. I'm okay. Waiting. All right, King. All right. You know the vibes. Uh, you know the vibes. <laughs> All right. Y'all Get it off man. your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Matt calling from Florida, Miami, Florida, man. What's up, Matt calling from Florida? How are you, King? What part of Florida? Hey, 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 what's up, King, man? I'm just grinding, man. You know, better day, every day, every day. Yes, sir. Hey, I'm calling. I want to get it off my chest, man. I want to marry Angela Yee, man. What's that, man? Okay, Yee. All right, I'm tell my boyfriend. <laughs> hey, She's taking, sir. Hey, whatever you got going on, man, keep it going on, man. Hey, I love the show. I listen to it every morning, man. Y'all know, y'all do. Y'all know what you got to do, man. All right. Yes, sir. I'll Appreciate keep it going you, King. On. Thank you. That was a quick shot. Okay. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Q. What's up, brother? Get hey, it off your chest. Hey, Q. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm just sorry. My wife is, is using that. She is the Mad. His wife just doesn't stay home while he brings all the money. She's using, using against me that because I go go with work and she's telling the kids she was against me. So anytime I do something wrong, she uses the money against me. Anytime she uses, she I do something wrong, she uses uh, that if you don't you don't do this, then you're gonna watch your kids and stay home or whatever the case is. So basically, she uses the financial aspect against me because mm. I'm not taking care of the kids primarily as she is. Well, I mean, it's 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 a fifty-fifty thing, right? Like you know, you go out, you work, you're able to bring money home and to provide to pay bills and everything else, and you know, she holds it down with the kids. And and usually, women are the primary caretakers of the kids, so. And that's, and that's not a problem, right? You don't like her controlling you with, mm-hmm. and that's that's yeah, yeah, never a good thing. thing. They call that financial abuse, actually, when somebody uses finances to make the other person feel bad or control the relationship. But you, it's usually with the per, the person with the money doing that, though, right? I mean, even though it is y'all money technically together, but it's usually it's usually the person bringing in the money that does that. That's the abuser, right? Yep. She's, but it's also my past, too. Because, you know, been cheating, been, uh, you know, doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. Like, okay, oh, you see, didn't bring all that up, okay? <laughs> you definitely okay, didn't say that. Oh, gracious. my gosh, sir. You, gotta, you just acted like she just was doing these things for no reason. Yeah, you didn't It say sounds like that. y'all have different problems, and it's manifesting itself like that. She don't trust you. She don't believe you really at work when you say you at work, but that's your fault. I, I just did one situation where oh. I took a discretionary day, and I ended up in a strip club. And that, that, that happened like years ago. <laughs> you, said, <laughs> you said cheating. Was that cheating, or was it just lying and yeah, not being where you said? No, no, no. It, 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 it was the strip club that ended up meeting with someone between the sheets twice. The same day. See, well, now you keep on downplaying it. First, it was just one thing. You just went to the strip club. Now you done spent the night two times. Oh, boy. 
Come on. Yeah, you are a liar. I don't trust you now either. <laughs> No, I'm telling the truth. No, I'm not going to lie. I'm telling the truth. Oh, my God. Sir, straighten up. Okay. Well, it sounds like you need to address those issues, and that's going to get to the heart of all the other problems you have. That's where it's coming from. It's therapy, bro. I said there's no therapy show when it's doing me. She's saying it's me. I have to work on it. We got to work together. Y'all definitely got to work on it together. Y'all definitely got to work on it together. But, you know, the best apology is change behavior, and, you know, trust is just something that, you know, you're going to have to build up with time. When How long ago her. did this happen? Uh, it happened in uh, 2016, 2017. Oh, Lord have mercy. Man. That's a long My time. But, but once again, you can't tell her when to get over it, but y'all should go to some therapy, brother. Uh, I mean, hopefully, hopefully she hears this, man. She'll, you know, I'm, I'm going to change. You know, I'm on the breakfast club. I'm, I'm on the change. I want to be a better husband, better father. I know I messed up in the past, but please... I like that. I like that. That's the first step. That's the first step to real change. But y'all need some therapy or something, bro. Go sit down with a a couples counselor, man. Figure this out. Figure this out, King. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and we are going to kick it off with Envy's BET Awards, okay? Give us the T, DJ Envy. My goodness. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. 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 The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, but we are going to start it off with Taraji. As you know, she hosted the BET Awards. It's also billed as the Year of the Black Woman to honor black women. You know, Queen Latifah was presented with the Lifetime Achievement Award. So here is Taraji with the opening. It's 2021, and we are celebrating the year of the black woman. Look at us though, look at us, look around the room. Look at this power. Celebrating black women isn't a fad or a trend, it's a forever mood, okay? And there is more than enough room for all of us to thrive. Cause can't nobody be me like me and can't nobody be you like you. And tonight, I'm giving my sisters their flowers. And I told BET I want all queens in the front row. So give them their flowers. All right, album of the year, Jasmine Sullivan with Hotel. Very, 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 very deserving. That is absolutely the album of the year. Best female R&B pop artist, Her. I love okay. Her's new album, too. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard it. All right, best male R&B pop artist, Chris Brown. Best group, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack with Silk Sonic. Hmm. Best collab was WAP, Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Best male hip-hop artist was Lil Baby. Best female was Megan Thee Stallion. Video of the year, WAP. Cardi B featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Best new artist was Giveon. And uh, best Dr. Bobby Jones' best gospel inspirational album went to Strong God, Kirk Franklin. BET Her Award was SZA, Good Days, Video Director of the Year, uh, Bruno Mars and Florent Deschard. And for Viewer's Choice Award, that went to Savage Remix, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. Other huge moments. Cardi B is pregnant. Congratulations yes. to Congrats her. Congrats to Body. Baby number two, her and Offset. She posted a beautiful picture, too, of mm-hmm. the uh, cast of her stomach. And so they're going to have another cute little baby. So that'll be fun. Now, do you name the baby culture, too? No. <laughs> no. You don't? No. No. That'd be hard. Well, she can name him the baby whatever she wants. But. Yeah, it'd be hard. Does she have another it's one? It's the baby, not the baby. I know you're used to saying that. Trilogy. <laughs> 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 All right, now another thing that happened, Envy was getting the tea on that red carpet, and he spoke to little Kim. Here's what she said. 
Now, I have to ask, right? Mm -hmm. We're not going to say who against, but would you do a versus? Yes. You would do it? Yes. Oh, see that? All right. Is there anybody that you would do it against, or are you just ready for anybody? Nikki. Nikki? Really? I would love to see that. Yes, me too. Okay. We're not mad at that. Yeah, great. I mean, I hope, I hope that does versus. happen. I think that would be a wonderful versus. I was surprised. I was Maybe really they've been having conversations had... already. No, I asked. They haven't had any conversations. I definitely asked after. I was like, "Did y'all have y'all spoke?" Then she was like, "No." But I just thought for the culture, she was like, "Musically, I think that would be great." And I, I would love to see that. Kim, yeah. Nikki, I, I think so. It almost feels like it'll end up being a generational thing to some people. But if you a certain age, like you know, and you and you saw both of their waves, mm -hmm. I feel like you'll appreciate it more. If you young and all you know is Nikki, then you may not get it. But if you you know you you, you forty. Too like I am, you'll appreciate both because you saw both ways. Yeah, absolutely. And hardcore coming up for me, that was one of my favorite albums. To this day, I could play that. Mm -hmm. Who you got your money on, guys? Let's 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 see right now. Nikki Kim, Yee, who you going with? Man, I gotta sit down and go through their whole list because Nikki. First of all, Nikki's albums amazing, and then she got a lot of guest appearances. But then we can't forget that Little Kim was also part of Junior Mafia. You know what I'm saying? And she has. Some, I gotta go through it. We gotta Nikki's go song Young to song. Money. You know, it's, it's, it, it would be a good battle. Charlamagne? That's not easy. That's 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 not it. That's not an easy one. And that's a hard one because, <clears> like you said, it's like different times, like a different time period. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, my 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 my, my fortiness makes me lean towards Kim, even though I, you know I love I love Nicki too, but you know. But I, I would just love to I lean celebrate both, Kim musically. both of them. Like I think that would be dope to yeah, celebrate. Yeah, I think it would be a dope celebration it, it for would, that reason absolutely. alone. It would be a dope celebration. But if I had to lean twenty songs, twenty songs, mm -hmm. think I'm. A, I think I'm gonna go with Kimberly Jones from Brooklyn. Mm. Twenty songs. All right. But nobody really loses in verse. Nah, nobody loses in verse. Yes, no. nobody loses. Now other great moments. Little Nas X's performance, and you know, at the end of his performance, he shared a long, passionate kiss with one of his dancers. And Diddy posted Little Nas X did that. Be fearless. All right. Now Queen Latifah got the Lifetime Achievement Award, and here's what she had to say on stage about her female MCs. I wanted to celebrate us because I know together we stand stronger than when we tear each other apart. Exactly. And I've seen enough of that. So respect to all the female MCs on the stage tonight. I'm gonna get off this stage, but I thank you so much for all of you, the fans, for supporting every crazy ass thing I've done through the years. Ebony, my love. Rebel, my love. Peace, happy pride. Nah, Queen Latifah really is royalty, though. I mean, like, she moves like royalty. Like, even when she was walking to the stage, like, last night, just like an African queen, you just want to say your excellence. And she's super <laughs> when you cool. you greet her. In real life, to everybody. And lastly, I got to say, there was a DMX tribute. Michael K. Williams actually played DMX, and we saw it featured Buster Rhymes, Method Man, Swiss Beast, The Locks, Griselda, and members of the Rough Riders as well. So that was super dope also. And didn't Jasmine, am I tripping or did Jasmine Sullivan do a new record last night? I'm going to be honest, I didn't see that part. Oh, okay. I was on a flight back from Puerto mm. Rico. Yeah, she did a record called Tragic. So I'm wondering, is that going to be like, they're going to they gonna put out a reissue of Hotels? Is she got a new project coming out? Like, which one is it? Let's find out. All right. But I, do, I will tell you this, though. But with, with the pandemic, everybody has new new music and new albums this year. The Baby said he's doing another one. Amigos is coming back with another one. Lotto got another one. Everybody's working on new music because they just been home. So they got so much new music to come out. Not so we'll Atlanta, get a lot more music. home. Now, even in Atlanta, a lot of the artists just been, you know, working. Yeah, but it ain't because they've been home. <laughs> All yeah, right, you ain't but... about to tell that lie to us and be like, we don't got Instagram. Them <laughs> no, not it's home. not that they haven't that been home, but they haven't report. been traveling. <laughs> Think about it. If you're an artist in Atlanta, you still can't travel outside of Atlanta to do shows during the pandemic. So they've been working. Yeah, last year, they, I'm sure they did. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
All right, now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about Derek Chauvin because on Friday we heard about his sentence, 22 and a half years in prison. Let's get your thoughts. We'll tell you what family members from both sides had to say. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Mattress Firm's best ever 4th of July sale is here. Shop and save up to $500 on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies when you buy a king bed for a queen price. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your qualifying purchase. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in sports, last night, the Bucks beat the Hawks 113-102. They mm-hmm. lead the series 2-1. Now, uh, Trey Young got injured. He did come back in the game, but it just he just wasn't the same. That's right. And I said Bucks in six. If Trey Young is hurt, it'll be Bucks in five. And drop on the clues bombs for Chris Middleton. Okay, the 8-4-3 zone, the low country zone, Charleston, South Carolina zone. He had 38 last night, 20 in the fourth quarter. Looked like a damn video game out there. My goodness. All right. Now what else we got, Yee? Well, let's talk about Derek Chauvin. He was sentenced to 22 and a half years for the death, for killing George Floyd. And the sentence, actually, according to this, he'll have to serve two-thirds of his sentence, or 15 years. And he'll be eligible for supervised release for the remaining seven and a half years. So, let's discuss. Uh, Gianna Floyd, who is George Floyd's daughter, spoke at the sentencing. Well, I ask about him all the time. Um, I was asking, how did my dad get hurt? Do you wish that he was still here with us? Yeah, but he is. Through his spirit? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you could say anything to your daddy right now, what would it be? It would be, I miss you and I love you. Mm. All right, in addition, George Floyd's brother, Terrence Floyd, spoke. I wanted to know from the man himself, why? What was going through your head when you had your knee on my brother's neck? When you knew that he posed no threat, he, had, he was handcuffed, why you didn't at least get up? On behalf of me and my family, we seek the maximum penalty because if it was us, there wouldn't be no case. It would have been open and shut. We'd have been under the jail for murdering somebody. So we asked for that same penalty. Mm-hmm. Now, Derek Chauvin's mother, Carolyn Paulenti, actually spoke. My son is a good man. He has a big heart, and he always has put others before his own. I believe a lengthy sentence will not serve Derek well. When you sentence my son, you will also be sentencing me. I will not be able to see Derek, talk to him on the phone, or give him our special hug. Plus the fact that when he is released, his father and I most likely will not be here. I mean, listen, a mother going to ride with you to the end. When you see a person's mother give up on them, that trust, that person is a special piece of pig feces. So that was, that's, and by know. the way, I just want to say he had 18 prior complaints against mm-hmm. him before kneeling on George Floyd's neck and killing him. And he got a body. He got, that's not that's not the first time he's killed somebody on the so, job. So, I, I don't mean, know how great... And here, Derek Chauvin himself spoke also at his sentencing. At this time, due to some additional legal matters at hand, I'm not able to give a full formal statement at this time. But very briefly, though, I do want to give my condolences to the Floyd family. Um, there's going to be some other information in the future that would be of interest. And... Uh, I hope things will give you some 
some peace of mind. Get out of Thank here. You. I mean, listen, he got the sentence that white male privilege and police privilege get you, you know, when you kill a black person in this country. 22, half, 22 and a half years is a long time, but 15 for a murder? Mm-hmm. A whole body? Ask yourself if you can see a black man doing that to a white man in this country and not getting permanently placed into the foundation of a prison cell <laughs> forever. Okay. All right. Well, that is your front page news. And again, we do want to always send out our condolences to George Floyd's family and friends. And I know it's not easy to have to relive this all the time or even to see this sentence that doesn't feel like uh, it's strong enough for what happened. But that's your front page news. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Now, Derek Chauvin got 22 and a half years. Now, with good behavior and time served, it looks like he'll be doing, what, 14 years? 15. 15 years. And then supervised release for the remaining seven and a half. All right. So what are your thoughts? How do you feel about it? Let's open up the phone lines. Let's just have a conversation. 800-585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Derek Chauvin. Now, he was sentenced to 22 and a half years with time served and good behavior. He could just do 15 years. So we're asking, what are your thoughts? 800-585-1051. Let's start in the room. Yee, what, what are your thoughts? Well, I think um, my expectations, it did exceed that just because we haven't seen this even happen. This is actually the longest sentence that's ever been given to a white police officer for killing a black person ever. And so it could have been 30 years. That would have been the maximum. But I would have loved to see that. But I will tell you, I didn't expect much. So that's no, something, but it. it should have been more. No, I, I definitely, I definitely expected it a sentence. They wasn't going to let I didn't Derek expect that much. I didn't think they weren't going to sentence him, but I didn't expect them to give him that much. That's the longest sentence they've ever given. I, they absolutely would have had to, especially after the year that we had yeah. last year and the summer that we had of civil unrest. They, If they would have did anything less then 20-something years, it would have been a, a, a riot. Their, their recommendation was going to be between 15 and 25 was what they anticipated. And I was like, they better not just say 15. And they wasn't going to do that. 10, but yeah, but I, I expected a lot more, though. I expected a lot more because we all know people that's been in jail for a lot longer for, for shorter crimes. We know people in jail who who, who had transported drugs and, and got 30 years. We know people in jail that's done, you know, uh, fraud and got 20 years. So and we know it, it plenty of white weird. police officers that got no time or they got minimal time for killing a black yeah, person. But times that's is why different. I didn't have high expectations. Yeah, but you, it's never happened before. Yeah, but times is different. And this case was very unique. I mean, this is the first time we've seen somebody, you know, put their knee on someone's neck for nine minutes and some change at a time when all of us were home because of the right. pandemic. Like the war, the, the eyes of the world was on this case. They weren't, they couldn't just, you know, Give that man 10 years, 15 years or nothing and keep it moving. Not not, I, not with this one. I honestly thought he was going to get the max. I, I mean, with everything going on, like you said, I thought he was going to get the max. I was surprised with 22 and a half years. I mean, listen, there's nothing I can say that hasn't already been said about this situation. Uh, 22 and a half years is a long time, but it's not long enough for a murder. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, ask yourself if you can see a black man doing that to a white man in this country and, and not getting, you know, permanently, literally Put in the foundation of the jail. Like, like when you commit a crime like this in America, if you black, they literally make you a part of the prison. Like, yeah. you're never coming home. 
But Ever. if you think about it, he's 45 years now, right? He, he's at 60, he'll be out. He's still got a, if he's, could be 20 years of his life left to do whatever he wants to do. That's crazy if, to me. If he survives in prison. They're not gonna let. They're not gonna let that man. They're not gonna let them kill that man. I, I, I don't think they gonna protect him. I don't know. I, mean, I just said survive. They gonna protect him. I don't yeah, know I think he'll survive. survive. They'll protect him. But you no, know, sixteen. And what happens? He'll come out and then can he write a book? Can he do what uh, Zimmerman did and sell all types of things like Zimmerman was doing? And can he profit off of this? I don't know. I, I mean, they say he can't necessarily profit exactly off it, but I'm sure there's a way where he'll get to write his story or something. He should be under the jail. He definitely should be under the jail, but he is being uh, awarded the privileges that a white male and a police officer gets in this country. That's it. People were upset with his mother, but I mean, that's his mom. That's like, his mom. Did they think his mom was going to be like, no, throw him under the jail. Like his mom <laughs> exactly. was going to ride to the end. That's you know? his mom, man. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is Donnie. Hey, Donnie. What do you think about uh, Derek Chauvin getting 15 years? Well, 22 uh, years. So uh, the 22, as a former law enforcement officer, um, this is necessary uh, because um, we as officers sometimes think we're above the law. I feel like this might actually be a, a positive movement towards the right direction that we right. need to see police start acting in the in the right in the right way. I would. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I would agree with you, man. But, you know, look at all the circumstances that surrounded this case. You know, all cases yes. aren't like that. All cases aren't yes. caught on video. All cases don't cause, you know, protests in the street. So, I mean, I don't know. It, it's a lot of circumstances that went into him getting that, that time. Agreed. I understand. Like, me, I'm still hesitant, too, as well. I'm just happy that for once, finally, we've seen a white officer get convicted and actually get some years in prison True. for actually killing a black person. True. Is it is it enough years? No, I honestly don't think, but mm -hmm. at least we got something. Right. Yeah, I don't like feeling like that about a situation uh mm -hmm. that 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 yeah. you know there should be consequences though. Like that's just yep. that should be the norm. Agreed, it should be the norm, but unfortunately we live in a in a world where police always were above the law. So this has to change and I hopefully this is the concrete uh, case that we can use in the future. I hope so. Right. I don't. I, I doubt it, but I hope so. All right. I doubt it too, but I hope so. Because <laughs> I mean, think about all the police killings we've seen since George Floyd. <laughs> you know what I mean? So clearly, their minds they'd have to change. But we'll see. I mean, you know, he got sentenced. We'll see. All right. Well, thank you, brother. All right. Well, 800-585-1051. If you just joined us, we're talking about Derek Chauvin. He was sentenced to 22 and a half years with good time and, and time served. He'll probably serve 15 years. What are your thoughts? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking Derek Chauvin. Now, he was sentenced to what, Yee? Uh, he was sentenced to 22 and a half years, and he'll have to serve 15, and then the rest he can do uh, supervised release. All right. So we're asking, what are your thoughts? How are you feeling? Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is B. Hey, hey D. D. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to speak on it um, that I have two brothers that did over 20 years in prison for robberies where no one were injured or hurt. Um, you know, he had definitely should be doing more time. I have another, the oldest brother was sent to um, New York after he did his 20 years to do another three years. Still no one was hurt. You know, I feel like they did 
little or nothing. I've given that man 22 years. Um, on the flip side, when they let him speak to the family, my nephew was killed and his murderer went to address us. The judge immediately stopped that. Like, you speak to us. You shouldn't speak to the family. Like, Lord have mercy. So, yeah. But I mean, listen, you're not telling us anything that we don't know. There are clearly two different justice systems in America. And Derek Chauvin uh, benefited from being a white male who had police privilege as well. So this is what it is. Hopefully with when he's in protective custody, which I'm sure will be something happening. (laughs) (laughs) Don't wish that on him. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. You can thank thank it, but don't wish it. All right. Hello. Who's this? It's Jamal. Jamal, what's up, man? First of all, good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning. Charlotte, Envy, uh, Yee, what's happening? Peace, King. Uh, yeah, man, uh, we all, that's, that's not what we all expected. He got what we all expected. He'll still get out and live life, you know what I'm saying? Still have his life to live. And uh, hopefully when he gets out, somebody in the Floyd family is waiting on him and, and to pick him off and, oh and nail on his brain that they still out. Listen, my brother, listen, we're not going to do that, okay? All we're going to say is we hope that Derek Chauvin gets everything he deserves. That's it. And that's a bullet to the I didn't out. say all okay. of that, sir. I don't know I'm what he deserves. I don't want I'm nobody from George Floyd's family to risk their own freedom either. Well, I ain't, you know, I'm just saying, you know, a hard hit man or something. <laughs> All right. Have man. a nice Have a day, my man. brother. Jeez. Blessings to you, King. Sending you healing energy this morning on this fine Monday. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Jeez. I mean, I get it. I get the anger. Hello, who's this? My name's Jay. What's going on with y'all? Good morning. Peace, hey, King. Jay. Good morning. Uh, Charlemagne had said something when he was talking about Derek Hobson that if it was a black man, they would they would be thrown under the deal. And I'm a living a living situation like that. My father has been in jail for 27 years, 28 years. And it's the exact same case, the exact same thing. It was, uh, uh, he's not, my dad wasn't right. He was all wrong in the situation. But this man is getting considered for a public situation to be, be free again. That's mm-hmm. not right. Yeah, for a murder, for the fact that George Floyd is, is, is never coming home ever again. You know, so, like I said, my dad, my dad was wrong, and he's been in jail this entire time, never once. If he is considered for parole, he'd be fifty-four years old, probably fifty-four years old. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So, at least make the crime, make the punishment fit the crime. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, listen, man, like I said earlier. Across the board. Yeah, there's nothing we can say that hasn't already been said about this situation. There is no other angle. Derek Chauvin got 22 and a half years for a murder. We know that's not right. But that's what happens when you're a white male and you got police privilege. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's why when you said that, I wanted to call so at least the people that hear your station in the morning can at least hear the other side of what happens. Because my my dad might as well have been dead. I've, I've grown up without him. Uh, Damn, how much time he got? What's how much time he got total? Uh, fifty-four to life. Sheesh. For a murder? Parole at fifty-four years. For seventy years old by the time he gets parole. He he committed a murder. Yeah, uh, committed he committed murder, robbery, and uh, assault. How old was he? Sixteen. He was sixteen. God, see what I'm saying? Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) I have a cut. I have a cousin that's locked up with him, 16 years old. The situation was messed up, I'm not going to lie. But if they can reconsider that chance for, for freedom, they should give everybody a chance for freedom. Right. Wow. 
Yeah, that's tough, you brother. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story, brother. Yeah, you guys have a good morning. You too now. Man. I mean, it's always tough when kids are involved, man, because we know kids, you know, are, are, are not thinking straight. Their brains aren't even developed, you know, correctly. And who knows? It might have been on drugs, whatever it was. So when this, you see a 16-year-old make a mistake like that and they lose their whole life, yes, yeah. put that in perspective. To somebody like Derek Chauvin, who took a life, but only going to have to do 15 years. All right. Well, what's the moral of the story? I don't think there is one. No. <laughs> no I don't think so either. We know, we know what this is. It's America. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, and let's talk about Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy. You know, it was a very active weekend. The BET Awards, Essence Festival, first weekend kickoff, and then we have next weekend, and Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. So let's talk about it. All right. We'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let me shout out to everybody on BET as, uh, again, had a great time at the BET Awards. Uh, it wasn't as packed like it usually is I, because of, of, I'm sure, COVID protocols and the pandemic. They're still keeping people away. So if you're an artist, you were only allowed with your publicist. Everybody else had to meet you inside or uh, after the event. But it was I had a great time speaking to a lot of people, actually seeing people and saying what's up and, and giving half pounds and half hugs you know what i mean so i had a great time this weekend at, at the bet awards in LA. Man, i'm gonna be honest with you i can't believe we we really the the new grown-ups now what do you like, mean like i'm 42 i'll be 43 tomorrow i got a 13 year old in the house like when did that happen mm-hmm. like i'm sitting looking at my daughter's life on saturday saturday like this is not how i grew up she's 13 she's having a a luau in the backyard but it feels good doesn't it It right things that you weren't able to do as a kid you can provide that for her and you just see her smile and everything you work hard for just makes you feel good but it's no manual to this thing man it's literally like being in a whole new world like i'm listening to these kids talk about olivia rodrigo and sharon carpenter and i don't know what the hell is happening and yesterday, you said Sharon Carpenter. What happened with Sharon Carpenter? Name? What's that's the girl name? What's the one? Sabrina Carpenter. So, there you go. Oh, I was like, Sharon <laughs> Carpenter? They know Sharon. That's dumb. That was like, there you go. Sabrina <laughs> Carpenter. No, that's yeah, crazy. Sabrina Carpenter. And, and yesterday, one of my daughter's friends had a a, a, a bat mitzvah. Okay. Which uh-huh. I didn't even know existed. I thought it was bar mitzvah. That for mm-hmm. females, it's a bat mitzvah. I learned yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I'm in I'm in Walgreens looking for a birthday card. And my dad, my mom, my daughter's like, no, dad, you have to get her a, a bat mitzvah card. And I'm confused. So I'm asking the guy who works there, do you have something that says Mazel Tov? <laughs> like, I'm just like, like, when did this happen? How did we become the grownups? I was just watching Soldier Boy and Bow Wow the night before. Jesus. All right. Well. Sounds like you're having a little midlife crisis. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm definitely not having a midlife crisis. It's just that, you know, when you step into that <laughs> realm. Get some Viagra, bro. <laughs> what does Viagra have to do with this? I don't know. Midlife crisis. Knock I don't it know off. what to do. Envy, you should understand. You got kids. <laughs> yeah, I do. But, I, I mean, I enjoy it. I don't have a problem. I, like I didn't did. say I have a problem. I just said it's a whole new world. Like sometimes, it is. Sometimes you just step back and you're like, yo, we really the grown-ups now. Like, you know what made me realize damn. that this weekend? I was in Puerto Rico and I tried to order cheese quesadillas off the kids menu and they wouldn't let me. Yeah, because you fed 55. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? I'm just trying to relate to you, sir. I'm just trying you to relate to you. Yeah, you better off going to IHOP. You should have went to IHOP and got that senior citizen breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's closer to that They give me. away free pancakes on Sunday mornings for senior citizens. I was like, I just want some cheese quesadillas. He was nah, like, the chef doesn't that. allow that. You have to be 10 or under. I was like 10 years old. Well, I'm glad you. They I'm made glad, it happen, though. I'm glad you finally realized you're a grown-up. Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. Well, we got rumors on the way, Yee. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about some grown-up things. Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy versus <laughs> over the weekend. All right. All right. We'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, who was watching versus this weekend? Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. It pretty much started on time, too. It was just a little bit late. Mm-hmm. Right? I saw uh, Drake was in the comments. He said, Drake, he should have hit me. I would have popped out for this on God. Yeah, I was mad about Soldier for that. There's no way you don't reach out to Drake and ask him to come out uh, for We Made It. Mm-hmm. Now, in addition to that, Soldier Boy was doing some things that was really annoying Bow Wow, it felt like. Like, he did um, two songs in a row, the Make It Clap, and then he did the remix with Nicki Minaj. I was for you, Nicki, take a bow. Woo! Big Drake, I hit him with the 40. Woo! Why ain't Nicki trying to take Big Drake a stick? He's mad, y'all! He mad. We got Nicki Minaj rapping on the verse. Yo, Nicki, look at, look at Lil Pee Wee, Nicki. He mad. Uh-huh. 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 Dropping a clue bomb for Soldier Boy. He actually played Make It Clap three times because he brought French out to do it too. Oh, that's right. So, Soldier Boy understood. He was making him so annoyed because it should be like a, a, a time limit. But he, Bow I was like, nah, another man. one? And you can't be playing like songs back to back to back. It was just funny. He was just doing what he wanted. He didn't play them back to back though. He played a song then he would come back to Make It Clap. <laughs> yeah, it was but really funny. I, I thought it was dope because Soldier Boy understood the assignment and the assignment is this is all entertainment. Right. Like he was just out there putting on a show. He was performing. But he's like, Bow Wow hasn't released any music in a while, so you know he's out the gate was doing the Make It Clap. And then he did the Nicki Minaj version, which was never heard before. And then he had French Montana come and do it live. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of soldiers' music just age better than Bow Wow's music. But what I realized about Bow Wow's music, it brings out uh, such a sense of nostalgia and these kids who grew up on Bow Wow. Like these kids who was going to the Scream tours and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like they love these records. Mm-hmm. And then Soldier Boy did the um, Donk, and then he did the Nicki Minaj uh, Donk version. He that's, did yeah, that that's two phenomenal. times back to back. That was phenomenal. That was really making Bow Wow so annoyed. It was funny. And then uh, Bow Wow actually played Soldier Boy's rant at one point during his over, the, and that was pretty funny too. That was- I really shot. I did. I really sold dope. I did. Y'all don't know nothing about me. Yeah, I don't. Oh, you keep going. Bow Wow went to private school. You did. I was at real high school. I I was at Alterno School. I was at CEP. Why are you so I was bad? jumping Marderell. I was at Sussero. <laughs> yeah, by, by the way, that transition was phenomenal. Envy used to be a DJ. So you play I'm Donk. Still a DJ, sir. You play, you play uh, Donk <laughs> and then do the itty bitty. That's great. That's a great, what do you call that? A transition, right? That is a transition. That's phenomenal. <laughs> All right, now another surprise was Romeo came out, and it's the first time in 20 years that Bow Wow and Romeo shared the same stage. Soldier Boy brought him out as a guest. So I've been wanting to tell you this for 20 years. Right on. My first song, My Baby, I put you on my song. The world put us against each other. But you the Michael Jordan, right? Every ever have a Michael Jordan, a Kobe, and a LeBron. You the Michael Jordan. You inspired all of us up here. You know, for real. You need your roses. You need your roses while you can smell them. Me, I was Kobe where I didn't have to be the most talented, but I'm going to work my ass off. I know my purpose. And Soldier, you was the LeBron of our everywhere. You came and you was just the innovator. You switched up, you deserve your roses too, man. Aw, Romeo's so nice. He is. He's a, I mean, he's a very w- well-raised young man. Salute to the military. So, he's so was, nice. So, Bow, Bow bought out 3-6 Mafia, right? But he doesn't have a song with them, or, or was I confused? Because he didn't do a verse. Yes, he did do a verse. He was on did that. Did he do a verse? Yeah, he did a verse on that uh, Twisting My Body From Side to Side. I didn't know he was on that record either, but... Uh, and Omarion. He bought out Omarion. He mm-hmm. bought out Jermaine Dupri. He bought out the Brad. He bought out... Uh, Parlay. Franchise Boys. Yep. Pa- Parlay from the Franchise, from the franchise Boys. boys. Mm-hmm. Why Romeo not on the Millennium Tour? Shouldn't that be an obvious inclusion? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe he didn't want to do it. But yeah, I thought that would be. Mm. 
All right. Well, that is your rumor reports. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey to? You know, man, attention is the worst drug known to man. Uh, we'll talk about it for after the hour. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. It's time to wake up. Yeah. It's The Breakfast Club. It's going on down. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Don't let weak hair hold you back. Carol's Daughter's Goddess Strength Collection supports hair as it gets longer for hair that's 15 times stronger after one use. Available at carolsdaughter.com and your local retailer. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. Well, donkey of the day for Monday, June 28th goes to a young lady who is currently on the run right now because like so many other people in this world, she is addicted to the drug called attention or as they say in France, attention. Okay, attention. Now, I don't know nothing about the Tour de France. Okay, it was on Saturday night, but it was uh, too many black people doing brilliant black things this weekend for me to pay attention. I was watching uh, the Javante Davis fight. I watched uh, Soldier Boy versus Bow Wow. I was watching... uh, Chris Paul get the one win away from his first NBA Finals. Not to mention my oldest daughter turned 13 this weekend, so I was not paying attention to a bunch of French folks on bicycles. But when you see a video of all those French folks on bicycles crashing, looking like that picture of the French fries that spilled in Meek Mill's lap while he was sitting poolside, then I pay attention. Okay, that made me stop to at least see what happened. So I watched the video, and I watched the woman step in front of a pack of racers holding a cardboard sign-up so it could be caught on TV, and then this happened. Let's go to NBC Sports for the report, please. <laughs> How many people are going to get back up right out of this? Right that sign right there, left your picture? Oh, my goodness me. One fan has done something that has created absolute havoc. It was the sign that the rider in front hit, and that is the result. And it was just a domino effect. When the riders are that nervous, you're smacked in there like like sardines, and there's nowhere to go. So if you're sitting anywhere behind Tony Martin and to his left, most likely you're going to go down. You really don't have a chance. Road is super narrow. You see his crash there, and the domino effect just spreads it all the way across and closes this road down. So the guys from the back, along with the ditch on the right and left side of the road, there's no place to go. You just have to go right into the pile. You're either going to be held up or worse, you're going to crash. My producer just informed me that all riders aren't French. It takes place in France. It's riders from all over the world. Way to get in the way of a good joke, Dan. But anyway... (laughs) Tour de France organizers are going to sue the woman who caused this huge crash. They said they are suing her to show the tiny minority of people who do this don't spoil it for everyone. Basically, they're about to make an example out of this young lady, but they have to catch her first. Oh, she's on the run like Sean and Beyonce knows Carter because now she's facing a year in prison for causing the worst crash in the history of the Tour de France. (laughs) Now, does she have to deal with the consequences of her actions? Yes. I pray, though, that she's not somewhere contemplating making a permanent decision based off temporary feelings. Yes, I'm talking about suicide. Okay, you have to understand people who crave the drug called attention can handle said drug when it's positive. But when it's negative like this and you cause the largest crash in Tour de France history and the world seems like they're talking about you, that's a lot of pressure. Okay, I know she's scared to death. That's why she's on the run, but I pray she doesn't hurt herself. But police are on the hunt for this female suspect who has not been identified 
And all of this is happening because she wanted to hold up a sign to the TV cameras that said, go grand granddad in a combination of French and German. I have no idea what the hell that means. Okay. I am a 42 year old man who will be 43 tomorrow. And when I read go grand granddad, it translated in my brain to go, go gadget. Don't ask me why. That's just what happened. Okay, here's the moral of the story. What is the point of trying to get on camera in 2021? You have a sign. Hold the sign up. Have someone take a video of you holding the sign up with the race going on behind you. You're already on the side of the road. All you had to do was just turn around, hold the sign up, let somebody videotape you. The bikers are passing by. That's cool. Problem solved. What's the point of trying to get on TV cameras in 2021 when you have your own cameras on your phone? Whoever that sign was for, they could have saw that on social media. You could have texted that to their phone. But that's just not enough for people in 2021. That's the problem with the attention we receive from these smartphones. That one high is so addictive and more addictive than any drug on the market right now. And what's sad is we don't even know we junkies. Please give this unidentified woman who ruined the tour de France the biggest hee haw. Uh -huh. uh -huh. She could have really hurt somebody. She could have. Mm -hmm. She could have possibly killed somebody. Uh, yeah. All that for a look. And, the, and the, <laughs> the, the thing about it is, what most people don't understand is your shoes are your actual pedals because you're clipped in, so you just can't put your foot down and, and stop. Like you have to unclip and you oh, fall. I forget you a biker. Yes, I am a biker. Yes. He's going to do Tour de France. Uh -huh. I forget you put the little <laughs> shorts on and put the little gel yeah. on your bunkie. Yes, that's right. And get and on people, that little banana bike. Banana seat. People train years for that. So the, the fact that she just ruined all of that, okay, yes, she should go to jail. Don't rub it in. All right. Yeah. Don't hey. rub it in. We, we don't, you know, I'm sure this young lady's going through a lot of pressure. You never right fell now. off your bike, huh? You never fell off your bike because you forgot to unclip I'm going to be honest with you. Now, I, I forgot that you was a biker. So now I'm, I'm mad I gave her a donkey today. I'm proud of this young lady. I hope she, <laughs> I hope she finds you in your pack, Envy, and makes um, y'all fall. You know what? Okay. Forget you. <laughs> That's what I hope happens. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, thank you for, well, no, well, yeah, thank you for that donkey today. She deserves it. All right. Now, when we come back, Curly Nikki will be joining us. Nikki Walton. Mm-hmm. For the people that don't know who she is, uh, you want to break down who she is, guys? Uh, yes, she is. Uh, she has her own podcast, mm -hmm. and it's a really great one for you guys to listen to. She does like it's like a quick thing every single morning that she does it, mm -hmm. and you can listen to that. It's very inspirational. But she also got really popular for her curly Nikki journey on social media. That was kind of her thing. But she is now a licensed um, therapist. She was, right. she was empowering women through their hair, right? Mm -hmm. Black she women. started mm -hmm. off with empowering women through their hair. She's also an author. Mm -hmm. So yeah. she's a best-selling author, and she's won an NAACP Image Award, all of those things. Mm -hmm. She's a hair guru, spiritual teacher, and she will teach you a lot. I think you'll be very uplifted this morning. All right, and her site is Curly Nikki. That's N-I-K-K-I dot com. And we'll talk to her when we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Yep, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. I don't know where he ran off to, but we have a special guest in the building this morning. Her name is Nikki Walton. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank Curly you. Nikki. You know her on social media as at Curly Nikki. I love when people walk in the room and you can just feel the divinity just like uh, f flowing off them. <laughs> Man, this is like it was a lot of suffering and mm. just a long journey, like around the world journey, 600 books, meditating daily for like 
four hours a day and I found what I was looking for. And now mm. it's like I have no choice but to share. Just like with the natural hair stuff, I had no choice but to share that. Well, let's start with that, mm-hmm. right? Let's start with Curly Nikki and how that even came about. I hated my hair and myself. You know, I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. And I had straightened my hair. I had it straightened my whole life. Mm-hmm. And when I got to college, there was no such thing as a black stylist in this very small little white town I was in. And so I had no way to get my hair done. And I'd have to go three hours home to St. Louis, Missouri to get it straightened. But I was also in college back in the day, so there was no air conditioning. So when I get back to my dorm, it would go back. Out, yeah. It would go back and then my self-esteem would go down. And I'm like, this isn't okay. You know, I'm, I was a psychology major. I could tell. I'm like, something is off. So I started learning about hair and I started sharing. And I launched Curly Nikki. And it went viral. You know, I got myself on Tyra Banks and I wrote a best-selling book with Harper Collins. And I've been working with Dr. Oz as their resident expert like ever since 2013. How, how does hair help with the healing process? You know, for me, it was my first step toward freedom. So mm. I felt like I couldn't just go in and apply for a job. I had to first figure out what am I going to do with my hair? And that makes you, you're not on your A game because you're concerned about your hair. You can't just go on vacation. You know, right. you have, like, am I going to get braids? Like, what am I going to do with I my always... hair? That's not a good quality of life. Like, mm-hmm. you should just be able to live the way you were born. And so that was my first step. Like, why am I not comfortable in my own skin, in my own hair? So once I pulled back that layer, like, the layers just kept coming back. And I'm like, I'm not even this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like going beyond all concepts. So it was like my first step into a larger enlightenment, like spiritual journey. Yeah, the big disadvantage, because even for myself, I used to straighten my hair all the time growing up and it would take you so long, first yes. of all, to do it. Then you have to maintain it. Yep. God forbid it rain. Yes. And like you said, when it's humid out and then your hair gets all frizzy and you just don't feel right if your hair doesn't look a certain way. You feel anxious mm-hmm. in the in the rain, in the humidity, like when it's warm and people are having fun, you're like, what does my hair look like go right outside now? now? I got a plastic exactly. bag around my head. Exactly. <laughs> can't swim. Can't walk Couldn't from learn the car to, to the house. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a yeah, lot. Yeah, so, and you're right. And so I do feel like growing up, you always wanted your hair to be straight. I actually even did a straightening process to my hair that really damaged my hair a lot. Uh, this thermal recondition. It looked nice because yep, it was I read always about straight it. no matter what. I read about but it. But then when it was time to grow it out, it just looked awful during that period of time. But It took your curl pattern out? Yeah. Yeah. So then you had to pivot to the time where now everybody wants to have, you know, natural curly hair, but we couldn't even find any products yep. at first for natural and curly hair. No, no. Now it's completely different. Myself and my cohort, it was like 20, 2008 to about 2015, we completely changed the way black women view themselves and their hair. And it also affected the way manufacturers were making products and how they were marketing to black women. So whereas before it'd be like before curly hair was like, oh, ew, yuck, you know, I want my hair silky smooth. Now it's like, oh, of course you want your natural texture to be popping. So we're giving you products to support that. We're not downing your natural texture. That was a whole ad campaign from a company. I can't was it like Dr. Miracles or something? It was crazy commercials, man. But it was down in Yeah, like down in frizzy looking, nice. highly textured hair, giving that the before picture and the after picture being straight, smooth, silky hair. But it's like, that's not my hair. Right. So yeah. when you see that image, how does that make you feel? I'm sitting here listening. I'm just like, man, I can't wait to see what the next generation of, of black women looks like. Because, you know, I got three daughters and I think about, like you said, all the representation that I know didn't exist when I was young. Like oh, they got yeah. children's books about yes. hair texture and, you know, my oldest daughter, she's going to be 13 this weekend. Like she's, 
proud to have her braids yes. and everything else. And I got to stop the young white girls from touching her hair yep. and saying how much they love her hair. So I just wonder what's that going to do for their confidence, that, that next generation. Tremendous. They'll be able to focus on stuff that matters. You know, like mm-hmm. to be able to go off to college, your oldest daughter, and not have to be worried about her hair. Mm. To be able to just be studying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that and for would young be awesome. boys, too, to even understand. And men judging women's hair. Yep. Like they have issues if I don't date girls with weaves. or But sometimes you do that because it's just easier. It's a protective style. You're growing your hair out. 100%. You, yeah, so you can't judge what a woman does. Also, sometimes all those styling and all of that, people who are always having to get their hair styled, they want to protect their natural hair. Yes. And yeah. so they wear a wig or they wear a weave just in order to be able to do that. And people are so judgmental based yeah, off of what your hair is like. Is getting burned do. by the curling iron or the hot comb a rite of passage for us? Probably. <laughs> yeah. It was terrible. I remember like, you know, Easter Sunday, like the day before Easter Sunday, having my ear folded down with a paper towel over it, trying to protect <laughs> myself. And it, it usually helps, but I mean the sweat, just the fear of getting burned. And yes. then the sweat, your hair is reverting real time, you know, because you're not supposed to get it wet, but you're sweating because you're scared. I it was got these permanent burn marks on my arm. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. That's from a curler? Yeah, that's from the um, wand. Oh, <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's I got burned on my ear a few times. That's what I tell my I daughters when I hear, when I see my wife doing their hair, and they're like, "Ouch!" And I'm like, "That's a rite of passage." <laughs> oh goodness. goodness! Now let's talk about Good Mornings with Curly Nikki because yes. you did launch a daily podcast. Daily. So what inspired this? I know it just launched like actually earlier this week. Yeah, I, yeah. So I knew during the pandemic, I'm like, I have to do something different. I know everybody was feeling that pressure of like the same day over and over again, feeling trapped at home. I'm a single mom. I've got two kids. I also have my parents with me that are helping tremendously with childcare. But the parents and the kids, it was always mommy, 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 or Nikki, Nikki, Nikki all day or curly Nikki stuff, you know, work stuff. And I'm like, I've got to take my power back. So I started waking mm. up two hours early, starting at 5 a.m. I'd sit, I'd chant, I'd do my journaling, I'd do some yoga. And that started November 2020. And it was so awesome. I started sharing on social and I was getting so many questions, so many DMs, so many requests for calls. And all the questions and all the statements were the same. I'm not happy. I love what you're doing. How do I do it? How do I do it? And so I was just DMing back everybody because I want people to feel better. That's always been my goal. Feel better. Feel good. And I'm like, I can't spend all day responding to people. And I'm like, I know. Podcast. Mm -hmm. It feels like I'm talking to the individual and I can help them tap into what I'm tapping into every morning because nobody's happy unless you have found peace inside I don't care how successful you are I don't care how much stuff you have what you've achieved you're not happy not all the time unless you have a peace within Mm -hmm. and once you have that like once you find happiness inside you'll start seeing it outside but you have to start doing something different every single day if you want to see something different, if you want to be different. Mm-hmm. And when it changed my life starting, that was November by March. I was talking to you. Yep. <laughs> that was out of the blue. That whole summit, you know, just came from this habit of waking up and just being, not having to be anything for anyone. You think it was because you were setting your intention? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. it wasn't even like, I am intending, you know, to start a successful podcast because it's already number four on the charts in spirituality. I wasn't like visualizing and I've done all that stuff. We all have, you know, I wasn't affirming anything in particular. I was just doing my mantra, which is in Sanskrit and sitting and being in the silence and listening to the silence. Like that's what I consider meditation. And from that silence, you feel a love. So just be in contact with it. I'd sit in the presence of that like it was my real job. And now, like, my real job has come out of it. I feel like my purpose has unfolded from that. And I know that who, whoever you are listening right now, if you aren't happy or if you know you're meant 
like for more or for something else. And even if you can't see it, you don't have to see it. You just have to feel this. And then that comes. All right, we have more with Curly Nikki, Nikki Walton. When we come back, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Curly Nikki, Nikki Walton. Charlemagne? I wonder what the universe was saying around that time because it's like, that's when I got into meditation in December, too. It, it happened on For a spiritual real? retreat. Yeah, it was a, I, my, my girl, Debbie Dev, Debbie Brown. It was, yes, we, went on, we, we went on a spiritual retreat in Mexico and like every day that's what we were doing yoga and meditation yeah. and I just have not looked back since I wonder what what was in the air you know it changes I started this journey that you know it started in 2013 for me I called Tracy Ellis Ross crying because I was like I have all the stuff that the world told me to get and I don't feel good and I'm still looking for the next magazine interview or the next spot on TV or the next book deal and I'm like and when I get it I know I'm not going to be happy and mm. she's like you got to get out of the shallow end and go deeper into your spirituality you got to start reading better books because I was like reading the secret <laughs> you know she's like you need good stuff secret and was a good entry point though it Law was like the gateway drug yeah. you know so I'm very <laughs> appreciative of the secret and so that sent me from there I went into Eckhart Tolle Power of Now mm -hmm. and then just everything else I went deep into like Advaita Vedanta which is um non-dual Hinduism and then I found out there's a non-dual Christianity you know and it's all the same and they're all pointing to the same presence it's mm -hmm. like it's not when they say go within it's not like turning in a direction it's like a dimension and it just feels like love and it sounds like silence and you can listen for it a really easy way I tell people because I do this on the podcast every morning I give you a different practice to mm -hmm. tap into this if you put your headphones on and you're listening to your favorite song instead of listening to the music listen for the silence like right now you hear my voice and you hear the quiet that my voice is coming out of pay attention to the quiet and when you find the quiet out here it points you back to that quiet that is that mm -hmm. is like existence and then you become aware of what feels like a release like you let your stomach go you let your shoulders down you breathe a little deeper your face naturally smiles when you're connected to this and it just unfolds into your world and you meet everyone from this place because you know you don't see them as an other anymore you see them as yourself you see them as this love or as God appearing as people it mm -hmm. changes the way you interact with the world I feel mm -hmm. like we're listening to the podcast right now <laughs> exactly that's no. what the podcast is every morning yeah and this is a great way for people to be able to start their morning right because oh, yeah. as we go out to face the world we all have these rituals that we do in the morning as we get ready to to start our day but I think starting our mornings with you is a great way to make sure that we're going to have an amazing time, an amazing day. Thank and also you. just start the morning like more relaxed. I know I get so stressed, like even driving to work yes. is stressful. Yes. Especially in New York City. And like the podcast is super short. It's five to ten minutes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the reviews, they say they listen first when they're up, brushing their teeth, but then later on the commute, like in the commute to yes, work. that's the best time. To calm down. And then on the way home, too, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like helping you as long as you're in touch with that. It's like I'm not teaching. I'm not a teacher. I'm just feeling love while I'm talking. And that love gets awakened wherever you are and then you can feel that and then you take that into your world and it's like we're just passing a flame and then you light someone else's candle and it just goes and goes and goes i like what you said about um uh you said we should move beyond our minds um because my sacred purpose coach yadi she always says stop thinking with logic move with the spirit so, yes. so what was that transition like for you you know so I'm also a licensed psychotherapist and hmm. I was trained to teach people how to watch their negative automatic thinking their negative thoughts and then replace them with positive thoughts but the problem is 
like it's so many thoughts and it's so negative that you have to go deeper. You have to get to the root of it. And so again, we listen for the quiet. There's a place inside where you don't have to quiet your mind. There's a place inside where you're always meditating. Mm -hmm. There's a place inside where you're already happy. There's a place inside where you're already confident. So you don't have to get quiet. You don't have to get confident. You don't have to get successful. You don't have to get God. All you Mm -hmm. have to do is recognize that place inside where God is or where love is or where that confidence lives. And then you stay aware of it. So just like right now, your attention is on your thoughts. You place it onto this love or onto the quiet. And then the thoughts are still there and that's fine. But Mm -hmm. now you can see them for what they are. You Mm -hmm. don't have to believe them. You don't have to grab one and then feel bad about it. You don't have to take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. You can just notice that it's happening like a cloud in the sky, but you're the sky and you stay as that awareness and it's a different relationship with your thoughts. They don't frazzle you. They don't cause you to feel anxiety. And when you do feel anxious, you recognize it as I'm not anxious. I just forgot to feel peace. I stepped out of peace. I made someone or something more important than this inner love, than mm-hmm. this this joy here and then you're right back and you might still be a little upset but there's like something that has shifted in you there's a space that's opened up where you can step back and sit back on your throne and Mm. you can be calm no matter what so I'm never upset I'm just out of peace and then I find the peace again and it's just a breath away or just you know just a turning within just a listening away and I'm back and then I can be more effective in the moment I love that. And you read what? You said 600 books? Yeah. I mean, probably more. It's been crazy. All the books. (laughs) All the books. And they all say the same thing. All the religions, they all, like, in their essence, they point back to the same core that we all have. No matter who you are or where you are, if you're dead or alive, this this peace is what we are. What's your favorite? You mentioned that Cartole Power of Now, great book. What's your your favorite? What's the one that, like... The Supreme Yoga. Um, It's also called the Yoga Vasishtha. I just found it actually last year, and it summed up everything I read and everything I came to know. If you're looking to get into this, though, I'd highly recommend The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle mm-hmm. or um, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. That's a brilliant book that talks about that inner voice like a roommate. Like if you had mm-hmm. a nasty roommate, you could put them out. But our inner voice is nasty, and we can't put them out. We have to learn how to live with them, you know, and ignore them. <laughs> I'm reading a good one now called My Grandmother's Hands, Racialized Trauma and the Pathway to Mending Our Hearts and Bodies. Ooh, that's powerful. That's a powerful title. Yeah, Angela Rye put me onto that. That's, a, that that's, a that's one of them title. ones, because all of this stuff is just helping us deal with our traumas. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. That's it. The ongoing trauma and the little microaggressions every single day that we deal with. You think we ever get to a true place of healing and wholeness? I do, if we can get beyond completely identifying with the person that we think we are. You know, if we can see that there is more to us than just the body and the mind. And that's what I do on the podcast. I'm trying to help people move beyond just thinking that they're Charlemagne or just Nikki. It's like, what is it when you hear about oneness and it sounds all woo-woo and spiritual? There's an actual true experiential way to tap into that where you know Nikki's not other than me or this person's not other than me. And it's not something you have to imagine, it's something you feel. And once you start feeling that, that's healing. And that mm. does the healing, it does the healing. And if everybody was there, we wouldn't need any healing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good mornings with Curly Nikki, or God mornings with Curly Nikki. 
you know, make sure you guys subscribe. Where can they find the podcast? Yeah, so it would help me tremendously if you listen on Apple. That's the one. That's the one. I told you I'm number four. I'm in the spirituality charts already this early. I'm also doing a giveaway. I'm giving away three iPad Airs for folks that leave reviews and send me a screenshot um, to my DM at Curly Nikki. And Nikki is with two Ks. You can listen everywhere. But Apple is where I'd appreciate if you listen. All right. It's Nikki Walton. Thank, Thank you for coming, Nikki. Thank you. You want to give me your Twitter and Instagrams just in case? Yeah, at Curly Nikki everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Curly, C-U-R-L-Y-N-I-K-K-I. All right. It's Nikki Walton. It's The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Yes, and since the pandemic started, Furious 9, Fast and Furious 9, the Fast Saga, the ninth, obviously, film from the action franchise, bought in an estimated $70 million, which is the biggest box office number since the pandemic began. I love it. It's also the largest debut at the box office since 2019, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Let me go check my AMC stock. So that's a, a huge deal, but that's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that's People going back out. I yeah. love it. People back out and about. Okay, now one person has died and four others were injured. That was in a shooting that took place in the early hours Friday. They said it was believed to be an attempted robbery in the Hollywood Hills. And the person whose house they attempted to rob belongs to Fashion Nova CEO Richard Sagan. So there were two groups exchanging gunfire. What they are saying is that the three suspects in question tailed him to his home. When the vehicle came to a stop, that's when the shooting took place. He's believed to have made it into his house before shots were fired. They don't know if the suspects knew it was him and the Rolls Royce or if they followed his car because of the high value of it. Let me ask you a question. Why do you, it seems like that people are shooting more before people get robbed and keep it moving but now it seems like people are getting robbed and then shot that is not true what are you yes it is there's been so many people that got robbed that didn't get shot the great father Carter told us a long time ago broke niggas don't want no cash they just want to kill you okay (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. they've been doing this this isn't new all right, and I meant to do this last week, but I just want to get Power into rehab. And she posted that she is about to lose this addiction. Loving God, I pray that you will comfort me and my suffering, lend skill to the hands of my healers, and bless the means used for my cure. Give me such confidence in the power of your grace that even when I am afraid, I may put my whole trust in you. So we don't know what addiction exactly that she's battling. She did not share that, but we do want to wish her uh, so much love. That's right, and it it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what she's addicted to. Just I'm glad that she's getting help for whatever it is she needs to get help for. She got her own line of underwear, too. They sent me some of it. It's super cute. So shout out to Young M.A. And Gabby Thomas has broken the U.S. trials records in the women's 200 meters at the U.S. Olympic track and field trials. So she finished in 21.61 seconds. That means she earned a spot at the Tokyo Games. Congratulations dope. to her. Okay. She's so mm-hmm. dope. All right. So now to Raven Saunders, too. Raven Saunders that throws the shot put. She broke a, a record, too. Uh, she's going to Tokyo as well. And she's from Charleston, South Carolina, the 843. All right, and Serena Williams is not going to the Tokyo Olympics this summer. She just said she's not heading there. Um, She said, I'm actually not on the Olympic list, not that I'm aware of. If so, then I shouldn't be on it. She said, there's a lot of reasons that I made my Olympic decision. I don't really want to get into them today. Maybe another day. Sorry. All right, now Justin Bieber wants people to leave him alone. You know, he got a place in Brooklyn, and while he's trying to go from his car to his apartment building, there's crowds of fans waiting for him outside. That has to be annoying. I'm sure it's annoying for people, to, people that live in that building also in Williamsburg, and here's what he said. Hi, Justin. Can I 
That's some fan interaction. Is that annoying? I mean, he uh, broke it down yeah. perfectly. He yeah. broke it down perfectly. He was he, he he broke it down perfectly. That's his home. He just wants to rest and relax his head. He said, "Any place else, no problem, but not in my crib." Don't come to my it. crib. I'm 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 shocked they even know where he lives. I mean, I don't think people realize hard. how dangerous that is. Like, if you just talked about people robbing and killing and all types of other stuff, it's like, why would you let people know where these high-profile folks live? It's just hard for people to not know. They see you going into your home. See, one time, that's all it takes. Yep. If you get packages, Whoa. somebody knows where you live, then the next person knows. I mean, I don't know well, that it's that easy to hide that forever. That's why you should move all the way out the way if you can afford to. All right, and the brat is upset that Wendy Williams is saying that she tried to hit on her because it just never happened. Here's what she said on the show. Well, you got a strong pickup game, unless that's the way you always speak to attractive women. Like, so I do you think I tried to pick you up? Yup. When? Uh-huh. Look, I've got the, the last, receipts wait, wait, in my the, phone. The, the, the last time we talked and I texted you, it was after I saw your documentary, and I felt like you ain't got no real friends, so I called to check on you. No, you said more than that. I asked you if you were a... No, girl. You better check your phone, because I got the same receipts. I got the same phone. And okay. Don't do that, girl. I mean, I love you, but I ain't never been attracted to you, girl. All right, well, okay, if I was gay, would you like me? Ah. No. Well, nobody's safe on Wendy's show no more, huh? <laughs> God <laughs> damn. <laughs> Wendy is jumping on everything moving. That's right. Okay, well. Lord have Lord. mercy. And let's mm-hmm. not forget the brat isn't a whole relationship. <laughs> All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. All right, well, now when we come back, we got the People's Choice Mix Shop the Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here. And did you know that the General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years? That's a long time. So if you want the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford, check out The General. 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. This, this was a great weekend for just TV between the fight, the verses, the BET Awards, basketball. This was a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely was. Essence a- Festival. Essence Festival. I'm not well. going to lie. Essence Festival got lost. And the reason I think Essence Festival got lost is because they weren't televised. I didn't hear anything about Essence Festival. Oh, yeah, it's virtual, just like it was last year. It's two weekends in a row. It's the Mm -hmm. Wellness House. It's also going to be next weekend. They had some performances. We did a lot of things in person that were pre-recorded, and then it's streaming um, online for people to be able to watch. Yeah, that wasn't going to work. You know what I'm saying? Not when you got the BET Awards live, and you you got people at basketball games, and people at the verses, and people at the fights. Like, if you're doing Mm -hmm. something virtual, that was going to get drowned out this weekend. Yeah, I just think it's too much for them to have planned to see what was going to happen during this pandemic, because it's a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. I will so that, say this though, mm-hmm. BET had like BET. They they went over and beyond for the BET awards. It was very nice. Everything they said, they didn't skimp on anything for this BET awards. So yeah, I think I, the BET awards is one event, but Essence Festival is a whole festival. It's a weekend right. festival with a lot of different moving parts and stages, and you know, two day concerts, and then the in person like mm-hmm. uh, booths that are set up and the panels. It's a lot. Yeah. So I'm I don't excited. think they could have planned in advance that far what was going to be happening, what the world would be like. 
at this time because it takes like a year of planning. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. They should have just had it in Atlanta like everybody else. Just, no. do it, just, just do it in Atlanta. <laughs> That's all you got to do. If you got an event, do it in Atlanta. Throw it against the wall. See what sticks. Something's going to stick. All that stuff was in Atlanta this weekend. Javante Davis fight was yep. in Atlanta. The Hawks game was in Atlanta. The Soldier Boy Bow Wow was in Atlanta. I, what no, that was LA. I'm shocked. That was LA. It was? Yeah. yeah, that was in LA. Oh, it felt like Atlanta. That <laughs> <No>, was LA. <laughs> and then I think the whole audience there had to be vaccinated, right? At the BET Awards? Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Well, yeah, you had to take a test. So before you got there, you had to prove that you didn't have, you just took a test within, I think, a day or so. Because I know when we went to go see Dave Chappelle at Radio City, the whole audience had to be vaccinated. Oh, wow. I also wonder how fast is Lil Baby's jet? Little baby he'd be, be everywhere, everywhere right? I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> he was at the fight. He'd be at the game. And then he still made it to the BT Little Awards. Baby I be the every same damn thing. way. And I started thinking about this one night because I saw, I saw him in Miami. That's when I hosted the YouTube TikTokers event. And then later that night, he was in Atlanta at Young Thug's, uh, Young Th- oh no, Gunner's birthday party. Gunner's birthday, yeah. And I mean, I know that's just Miami, Atlanta, but still. It's like, how fast is Little Baby's right. private jet? He was in Atlanta for the fight, then flew back for the BET Awards rehearsal, then he went and did a show, and then came back for the for the actual award hey, he show. He working, He'd man. He probably just be sleep on that plane. You Jeez. know that. <laughs> he working. That, that young king is working. Salute the little Absolutely. baby. All right. Well, when we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Just want to remind you guys: there's six days left to my car show out in Atlanta. I'm super duper excited. Uh, it's going to be nice. It's going to be a great event. So um, I can't wait to see you guys this Saturday in Atlanta for my car show, Carcella. So if you haven't okay. got your tickets, get your tickets now. Now, Charlemagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. Um, I just saw my homie Anita Kopax post this. Anita Kopax, uh, her her book, Shallow Waters, is dropping August 3rd on Black Privilege Publishing. You can pre-order that now. But, man, she posted something so dope on Instagram this morning. She put, last week, I found myself saying I was stressed. This week, I said I am under divine pressure because I'm birthing something great. Narrative shift. Breakfast club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done? 